Hello, welcome to the FamCore podcast. Today we are talking about being neutral. For the Christian, is there a place to stand in neutrality while you look at the world? The answer may surprise you. The following is taken from our online worldview course called Breathe Air, Swallow Food, and Think Rightly. And I hope that this clip will encourage you to think about your thinking. Here it is. Paul tells us in Romans 8 that the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to the law of God, for it is unable to do so. Why is the flesh hostile to God? Because we all know that he is holy, and we are not. In fact, apart from his saving grace, we love our sin more than anything else. That is why we need to be born again, so that we can receive a new mind, a new heart with which to love God. Without it, the unbeliever basically has two ways to manifest their rebellion. One, fight God outwardly and explicitly. explicitly. Or two, the more common, feign innocence by pretending that God isn't even there. Most unbelievers in the comfortable and wealthy West prefer this method. So the corrupt flesh is hostile towards God. Are there varying degrees of hostility? Perhaps. Or maybe we just perceive it that way. The cook who is feeding the enemy army may not seem as great a threat as the soldier currently spraying bullets on the battlefield, but they are both fighting against you in the war in their own capacities, right? In the real world then, in the real battle, what can we say about neutrality? And what can we say about those who claim neutrality by, quote, not getting involved? Hey, man, I'm not against your God. I just haven't seen any evidence for him. I'm totally neutral. I just want to follow the scientific evidence. I'd be happy to start on some common ground we share and go from there. Have you heard this? If you want to talk about this conflict of opposing worldviews in terms of a battle, you might start by asking who is enlisted? But that answer would be everyone, everyone. Because in reality, we're not talking about electing to join something. There is no decision to be made. We are talking about the ultimate picture. How are you oriented towards your creator? If you are alive, then you are in this. No man, no woman, no child can rationally say, I'm not with the human race, I'm neutral. You may find yourself talking to an unbeliever who hears this, but what they process it as, hey, we're all in this together. And that is true enough. We're all in this together. But they will go on to say that while all people are in this ultimate picture that you mentioned, they still contend that people can choose to stand on some neutral ground somewhere. That is, they may concede that all people without exception are standing somewhere, but they themselves, and many others, choose to stand on neutral ground, whereas religious people and the crazies are standing on various strange or dangerous faith systems. Guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode of the FamCore podcast. I wanted to take a second to let you know that I also do voiceover. So if you have a business or produce videos or podcasts, training materials, digital marketing, whatever you might need a voice for, feel free to shoot me an email about your project, famcoreorg at gmail.com. 
That's famcoreorg at gmail. Just put VO as in voiceover in the subject line. So the unbeliever is claiming to be neutral when it comes to religious or worldview systems. Oh, you're a Christian, they say. That's nice for you, but I'll just stick to science and being kind to people and the planet. Atheists, agnostics, naturalists, materialists, brights, especially in the West, they all claim they are neutral. And everyone else is some shade of crazy. Listen to 10 minutes of Richard Dawkins or the late Christopher Hitchens as typical illustrations of this very thing. So what does neutral ground look like? If you stand there, what are you breathing in? If you get a shovel and start digging, what will you find? What you will find is that it is not neutral ground, not even close. It is not because of the location. It is the fact that it is ground. So let's examine the soil. Worldviews can be broken down into three major facets. What they say about the nature of reality, oneness or dualism, everything is atoms, etc. Two, the nature of knowledge epistemology, theory of knowledge, nature and limits of human knowledge, and three, ethics, how you should live your life. Does the soil here in the neutral ground contain any of these things? That is, do atheists and naturalists have anything to say about ethics, for example? They most certainly do, right? They most certainly do. But before we go any further, we need to remind ourselves that we are examining the soil of neutral ground here. And further, atheists, for example, deny that atheism is a worldview. And here's the crux of the matter, as Schaefer would say. Everyone operates under some kind of interpretation of reality, knowledge, and ethics. Everyone. It is inescapable. Ergo, everyone has a worldview. The astute unbeliever does not want to concede this because they fear that a worldview implies that it is informed by something, something that perhaps they have not thought through very well. Or maybe not. Maybe you find yourself talking to an unbeliever who claims neutrality, but once you demonstrate that they have a worldview, just like everyone else, they still don't see much of a problem. Okay, I've got a worldview, and you've got a worldview, so what? Mine is based on science and reason, and yours is based on an ancient error-filled text. As a Christian, I know my ultimate authority is God and his revealed word, right? I am aware that this is the framework of my worldview. What the unbeliever does not consciously know, put a little asterisk by that, consciously know, talk more about that later, is that they also have an ultimate authority, they may claim that their only framework is being nice to their fellow man, paying their fair share of taxes, recycling, and subscribing to the Scientific American magazine. But it is much more extensive than that. It involves much more faith. I hope this podcast episode was edifying to you, and I hope that it challenges you to dig in and learn. Think about your thinking and consider the mind that God gave you, and to consider the mind of God in how he set up the world. If you're interested in hearing more, you can go on to famcore.com, and there's a link there to our courses. So thanks for listening. Until next time. <laughs>